Shalom, shalom, man. Giving all praise to the Most High and to His Son, Shai. Today's class, Israel is being fed defiled bread. Now, I know that uh, Israel has gone over this topic tons of times, but have we ever really changed ourselves because of it? You know, when you hearing about the defiled bread, you're thinking, okay, I stopped eating pork. Okay, so you think because you stopped eating bacon and ham that you stopped eating pork? Because you understand when the Bible say never trust your enemy, it's a lot deeper than you really think it is. That's right. They are defiling everything you eat. And pork is only one of the things that you're not supposed to eat. You got all the bugs on the planet that you're not supposed to eat. You got all the fish of the sea that you're not supposed to eat. You got all the birds of the air that you're not supposed to eat. What about those? But all we really think about is pork and then those three catfish, shrimp, and lobster. And that's, that's all we know, you know. But then we go and we defile our bodies with all kinds of garbage. Now, the thing is, you can't really stop yourself from being defiled by everything because you pretty much have to not eat, you know. But you can strive for that point. And the thing is, a lot of our people, we've been in the truth, what? Some of our people have been in the truth five years, ten years. Some of our people have been in the truth a year, two years. How much closer are you to being self-sufficient? Being in the truth for five years, you should already be having a garden in your backyard. Or you should already be making some arrangements to be able to get you somewhere where you can plant something. Or you should already be trying to do these things so that you can improve the health of you and your family. You shouldn't be in the truth this long and still willfully eating the things that your enemy feeds you without striving for something greater That's right. you know and a lot of these camps out here aren't striving for something greater too but i'm gonna show you today we are literally being poisoned on a daily basis and it's far worse than you really believe it is <clears throat> when you at the store and you getting that chicken you think that is chicken and you think that it's 100 percent chicken and if you win it and you and it say it's all natural chicken do you think that it's really all natural chicken or is it just saying it's all natural chicken you got to understand there's a there's a language the so-called white man speak and it's called legalese. It's a language just like Chinese, just like Japanese, just like African or whatever they Ethiopian, just like uh, 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 Hungarian, just like Spanish, just like English. You got a language called legalese. Legalese is where they'll say one word like all natural. And in your mind, in English, you think an all natural means, oh, my gosh. It's all natural, like they like like they just let the chicken grow up eating natural foods, and and I eat this chicken, and it's all pure. But in legalese, all natural just means once it's been killed, they don't add anything to it. That's all that it means. Anything that is uh basically not FDA approved is not added to it when they say it's all natural. So when they say it's all natural, that don't mean that it was able to eat things it's supposed to eat. No. Because they can feed it garbage and still call it all natural, like for real. That it don't mean that that chicken gets to free roam around the, around the land and be able to do its thing. No, they can keep it in a, in a three centimeter cage and still call it all natural. So when you read these things, what about what about uh, non GMO? What about organic? You reading these labels and you thinking, hey, uh, the white the so called white man taking care of me. He giving me some non GMO organic foods. But you don't understand legalese. You don't understand the language that they speak in. See, on that label, it don't say 100% organic. It just say organic. 
and then it say contains organic ingredients or it'll say made with organic ingredients and even when it says 100% organic organic just means it's naturally derived there's a ton of poisonous things out there that are naturally derived but see our people they don't really they just see this uh trigger word organic oh it must have come from it, it's all natural it comes straight from the ground it grew out the ground the lord made it hallelujah it's organic and they don't understand that organic just means naturally poisoned that's all it means see the thing is we have to be striving as a, as a nation to be self-sufficient that's right if you got a family and you have a backyard grow your own tomatoes grow your own leafy greens grow something for yourself so that you can eat some real food that comes out the ground if you have even if you have a backyard that is even like if it, if it's a decent little backyard you can have you a couple of chickens you can do it it's not too far out of your grasp but the so-called white man what he teaches you is only farmers can have chickens that's what the so-called white man teach you only farmers can grow food only farmers can have animals. Only farmers can do this and that. But you don't even know. You can have it in your backyard. You could be feeding yourself. You don't even know it. You don't even know that even if you don't have a big backyard, you can go on your porch and you can grow yourself some vegetables right there. You don't even know it because the so-called white man has never, ever taught. All they teach you is go to Walmart, go to Kroger's, go, go to HEB, go to the dollar store. That's all they ever teach you. But give me this. Let me show you what they doing to our people. Give me this first video, the food desert. Let me show you what they doing to our peoples. Play this, Ock. Turn it up. From our office in South Memphis, our closest supermarkets are 2.3 miles and 2.5 miles away, respectively. Pause and one. See what it say? It say the closest supermarket to their office is two and a half miles away. That uh, that's about what we have here in Oak Cliff. I think that Walmart over there is about what, it's about two miles away, two and a half miles away, it's down the street. How you gonna get there? You don't have a car. Okay, forty-seven minute walk. Okay, what if you've been eating defiled food your whole life and you stuck in a wheelchair? What now? What if you're an old man? What now? What if you're a young child? What now? What if you can't be on your feet because you've been working twelve, fifteen hours a day and you can barely even walk after you get off of work? What now? And you don't have a vehicle. What now? See, so the thing is, a lot of our peoples are stuck eating garbage because when in the hood, they plan it that way. They That's why if you even look in our neighborhood, what you're going to see is the Walmart is two and a half miles down the street. You can get there if you got a car. But I mean, what percentage of our people really have working vehicles? Vehicles that have their tags on right. Vehicles that got the insurance on right. You know, people that can actually fit into their car. Because they don't have high blood pressure and diabetes, overweight people that can actually press a pedal because they ain't got the what's what, what's it called the 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 thyroid when they got the messed up ankles. See what percentage of our people can really do these things. But play on. I, I forgot One third of on. our residents don't have access to an automobile.
My name is Delois Bayman. I have five children. I stay in South Memphis. I work for elementary school as a janitor. A couple of years. You think this sister eating organic? This is what our peoples are have become. Because there ain't no there ain't no grocery store near her. So what's near her? Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Domino's, KFC, churches, Williams Chicken. That's what's around her. 7-Eleven, Dollar Store. That's what's around her. Why is it that you can't get a grocery store over here, but I got three different chicken places within a quarter mile next to me? Why? But you can't bring a, 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 a grocery store? But we're going to get to it even when you get to the grocery store. You still ain't eating good food. But we're going to get there in due time. We're showing you that they literally engineering our peoples to be good slaves, to be overweight, to be to have diabetes and high blood pressure. And not only that, but when you go to these fast food restaurants, you can't decide what is on the menu. You can't decide what's in the ingredients. You go to Popeye's, you, you can't decide what kind of oil they use. It's got pork in the oil. So you go into Popeye's thinking you're getting chicken. No, you're getting pork. See, that's what we're trying to show our peoples. We got to stop going out, going out and getting this food. If we have the capability to go and get us some real food, then let's go do that. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to just be real with you. If we at war, if we at war, right? If I'm on my side and the enemy is on their side and we at war and I go take some jewels and some gold and some money and I go over there and I give them some jewels and some gold and some money and they give me back a burger and I come back to my side. Is that supposed to be cool? Like we cool now? Oh, we at war. Like they just killed 80 of my brews. Like yesterday we was at, we was in a battle, you know, and they killed 80 of my brothers. We went back home bloody and massacred. And I, the very next day I go take me some, some money and I go over there and I go buy me some bed sheets or something. And I, and I come back. Is that supposed to be cool? So what does a country normally call that if you at war with a country and then one of your peoples goes over there and, and deals with them and comes back? What is that called? Ain't that called treason? Ain't that called treason? So our peoples that are not seeking to, 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 to advance themselves, to grow their own food, to get out of, from under the so-called white man's hand, they have fringes on, they saying Kwam Yasharala, they saying Shalom, but they still taking their money and giving it all to the man, shooting their brothers down in the back. Those are people committing treason. That's called treason. Because we are at war, but we continually giving our money to the enemy. We continually giving our strength to the enemy. And I'm not saying it's a it's a sin to buy food. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying when you get complacent, when you not seeking to advance yourself, you at war and you are not seeking how to get your food from anywhere else. You're not worried about how to get anything from anywhere else. You're not even trying to advance yourself to the point where you can be self-sufficient. That is treason because you're not trying to increase your nation. You're not trying to get out from under the captivity. But see, watch we be in a war and you go and do that to the so-called white man. Watch him lock you up. We, we be at war with Germany and watch you go over there to Germany and try to do some business over there. Watch they lock you up. But we in Israel, we supposed to just be all, oh, you know, he doesn't he doesn't care about getting out from under the hand of the so-called white man. We just supposed to be cool with that.
and we and brother over there got shot down and he like oh man that sucks man but can i get a number two with a large fry and a dr pepper and we supposed to be just cool with that see play on years ago it was a grocery store right up here across the street but it's been shut down for over 10 years now it's just an empty building without transportation i have to call and ask someone to come and take me to the grocery store or maybe catch your bus and it takes like 45 minutes to an hour just to get to the grocery store so when i go to the grocery store this is some of the basic food that i buy go back pop play it on hold on we gonna so catch when it. i go to the grocery store this is pause it what's in that cabinet is that organic so when she go to the grocery store, is she buying 100% organic foods? Is she buying straight farm-to-market foods? What is that in there? Save-a-lot chili? Chef Boyardee? It, what, what is this? The top ramen? You, you got, even when you get the chance to go to the store, what are you buying? Garbage. And that's what people with fringes on, too. They buying just like this. I'm telling you. People with fringes, they buying food just like this, literally poop in a can. They don't even understand, but I'm going to show you today. I got the information that's going to show you. I'm telling you it's poop in a can. It's not metaphorical. It's literal poop in a can, like, like bugs, hair, and poop in a can. But play on. This is some of the basic food that I buy. I buy lasagna, spaghetti, rice, the noodles. I have our canned vegetables. The basic meats right here, chicken, pork chops, about neck bones, turkey necks. Look what the pause Look, she in there. She in there excited about them pork chops and neck bones and everything. And look what it's doing to her body. Do you think that Israelites are any different? Just take the pork chops off of there. It, okay, you remove the pork chops out of that whole list of things that she just listed, and now you righteous? Because you took the pork chops out and now and now you in the spirit, but you still eating the other garbage, but you still willingly stuffing your face with the other garbage. See, we got to understand we get we, we putting garbage in our bodies and we're not even fighting to get rid of it. These camps out here that got some money, man, y'all should be trying to buy land. Why? Why are you not? Y'all should be trying to give food to y'all nation. Why are you not? You should be trying to grow actual organic food. It's not hard to grow organic food. I be wondering why they be charging more for the really organic foods. You know why? It's because Esau is dumb with the way he does organics. They be, and I'm going to show you today, the way they do their chemicals, they make it more complicated than it really has to be. You go out to the garden, you just plant in the ground, make sure the grass is out of there, put some water and some sunlight, make sure there ain't no bugs, and you good. I mean, it's done. But Esau, he be adding, hey, add this chemical, add that chemical, hey, add this chemical over here, hey, add that chemical, and it just adds up and it becomes a $200 piece of spinach. It's ridiculous. But play on. And over here, I have that kind of quick food. Hold on, pause it. This is what our people did. See, this is right here. This is what make up 80% of our people's uh, 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 refrigerator right here. Quick food. That's what it is. See, look, and you see, she already done got into the cheeseburgers. She already done got into the hot dogs. She already done got into the... Damn, is there a box not opened? She done got... See, a lot of y'all still got hot pockets. And see, y'all in the truth, 
Y'all get the Hot Pockets as five cheese. You're like, yeah, I didn't get the pork hot, hot Pockets. Yeah, I got the five cheese Hot Pockets. I'm in the spirit. Which I don't understand. Because it still got rat poop and hair and, and bugs in it. And you then you thinking, yeah, but I didn't eat the pork though, so I'm in the spirit. See? Play on. Have corn dogs, burritos, things like that. She excited over the When burrito. I go to the convenience store, it's not much I can feed them there. I have to feed them like something quick they're not going to get full off of. But if I go to the grocery store, I get a chance to cook a full course meal. What full course meal is she cooking? Is that slider supposed to be the full course meal? When she went to the grocery store, she bought them bags. So I don't remember any. Did you see vegetables? Did I see any fresh spinach in that in that refrigerator? I seen canned vegetables and Chef Boyardee. I seen frozen pork chops. And then I seen look in the fridge and you got the hamburger, the corn dog, and the hot dog. Where was the vegetables? Was there any tomatoes? Did I, did, am I tripping? Am I colorblind? I ain't see the tomatoes. That's what I'm trying to get y'all to see, man. This is people with fringes on too. It's not even it's not even just peoples without the fringes, man. Peoples with fringes still defy give me first Corinthians three and sixteen. Cause the thing when I when I started to do the research, it disgusted me. Because I I, I like me some fried chicken. I'll go to the store and give me some fried chicken for real. I'll go to Williams Chicken, Henderson's chicken, I'll I I'll get the hookup. I'll go to Domino's Pizza, give me a pizza, you know, once every two weeks. But once I did the research. I'm uh, I'm realizing, damn! I call myself in the truth. I hold up. I'm supposed to be a man of the Lord, and I'm sitting here eating this garbage, even though even though I'm thinking, damn! I didn't get no pork. Wow. Okay. So I guess Leviticus eleven and seven, the whole chapter just say don't eat pork. I guess that's what the whole chapter say, huh? Play that. Read that. The book of First Corinthians, chapter three and verse sixteen. Read. Know ye not? That ye are the temple of God. Read. And that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. But see, it can't. Because I'm going to tell you something. Every time I used to go get some pizza from Domino's, I got heartburn. For real. I would feel good all week. And then I'd be like, yeah, baby, let's get some pizza from Domino's. Next day, I'm like, oh, oh. You know what I do? I get over it about two days later. Two weeks later, I'm like, hey, baby, let's get some Domino's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but this is the... but. This is the temple of God, though. You see, but see, some of these young cats, they'll be like, "Well, it don't give me no heartburn." I'm like, "You just wait till you get a little bit older. Just get a couple of years on you. You're gonna get some heartburn. You thinking because it don't give you the heartburn now that it's not doing the same thing it's doing to my body? We got the same bodies. We both Israelites. So whatever it's doing to me, it's doing to you. You just can't feel it because you because you you gung ho because you're 16 years old, you, you ain't gonna feel nothing. You can break your leg, you gonna walk it off. You gonna do a dunk after you break your leg. That's a 16 year old. They can do anything. See, but read on. Read on. Verse 17. Read. And if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. Hold on, did it say any Christianity person? Him shall God destroy. No, read, read it from 17 again. If if what? If any man. No, if, no, any Christianity person. If any man. No, no, any person out there smoking cigarettes. If any man. Read. Defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just wondering, did it say smoke cigarettes in there? Or did it say defile the temple of God? So we just using that for cigarettes, but it means so much more.
We just willingly defiling our temple, calling ourselves Israelites. See, the thing is, I'm going to tell you something. If all the Israelites that are awakened right now really started to crack down on their diet, really started to, to focus on the food that they eat, really actually tried to make a difference with the way that they feed their body, you know, how, you know how much that would hurt Esau's economy? Do you know? Do you know how much it hurts Esau's economy just to not have us buying or selling on the Sabbath day? So what, if, so what if we stopped eating out at the fast food restaurants? How much would that hurt the economy? What if, what if we stopped buying frozen pizzas? How much would that hurt the economy? See, what if, what if we stopped getting those burgers? How much would that hurt the economy? But we don't think. We just continuously get our brother killed. Then the next day we go to the enemy lines. Hey, can I get me a number two with a large Dr. Pepper? And then we go back to our side like we everything good, eating some fries. Let's go to war, Bruce. Like, bro, you just went over there and got you a number two. See? But read on. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Which temple ye are. Now go to, is that the end of that video? Go to the next one. Let me show you. So you've seen what our peoples are eating. Let's see what Esau is eating. Let's see how Esau is living. Play this. East Memphis is a majority white, upper middle class, and wealthy area. Affluent people who own multiple automobiles have choices and much access to fresh food. And so we're in a parking lot of a well-known brand, Hope. You changed it. I didn't want you to change it. I want to pause it. See, when's the last time y'all seen one of them in the hood? And even if you do see it in the hood, you ain't going to be able to buy nothing in there because a, a loaf of bread costs $6. I'm telling you, I don't go to Whole Foods. Even if I see one, I'm not going in there because I'm going to come out with $50 worth of a bag of potato chips. That's what it is. But see, so-called white men go in and out of there, man. They in there eating good. I'm trying to tell you. And then she going to show you. Play on. Foods. And across the street, there's a national grocery store chain. That same chain has a very upscale store on the other side of the movie theater. And just a mile and a half away is a Sprouts grocery store. Not even a mile east of here is a fresh market. This I ain't never even seen a Sprouts in my whole life. I've never been in the Sprouts. Where is a Sprouts? I don't even know. See what, see what I'm saying? So, and I'm going to tell you something, too. You're looking at that like, damn, I wish I had a Whole Foods. The Whole Foods is poop, too. You don't even understand. Because Esau is an animal. They do not know how to make clean food. It's impossible for them. And I'm going to show you today, even the food that Esau make look like it's clean and organic and fresh. And you got the little white girl holding it. And she's like, and the, and the tomato is so big. And she got the big blue eyes. And it's always oh, so organic. It's so clean. It's poop. Literal poop, because that's all Esau can make. They don't know how to make fresh food. See, give me Judith, 5 and 20. The book of Judith, chapter 5 and verse 20. Read. Now therefore, my Lord and governor, if there be any error in this people, and they sin against their God. Let us consider 
that this shall be their ruin. And let us go up and we shall overcome them. So it's saying they know what our weakness is. So how do you think they're not going to exploit it? It's just when you so you thinking that Esau like uh, like this is this is a video game or something. And we don't figured out the weakness and they like Dr. Eggman and they're no, they figured out to not eat pork. They're going to get the kingdom. And then that's that's just the way it is. So when, what let me let me show you how the idea how the mind of a, of a of a psychopath works. So when you stop eating pork, they you know what they say, hey man. They like eating chicken though. Let's take that chicken and lace it with pork. That dude got a forty thousand dollar raise just then. See what I'm saying? The thing is, they know that if they find wickedness in our nation, that we would stay in slavery. And they like, yeah, we gonna put it in a chicken, and they're not gonna ask no questions. Matter of fact, they gonna know it's bad for them, and they still gonna go eat it because at least it don't look like a pork. Oh, at least I didn't eat no bacon, you know. At least I didn't eat no ham. But they gonna take everything that's bad. I'm telling you, you can't even get an apple without it having a list of ingredients on it. I'm just letting you know. You gonna look at the Adam apple? It's gonna say high fructose corn syrup number seven, uh, maltodextrose. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna have the all these ingredients on it. You can be like, damn, it's an apple. No. Play on, read on. Verse 21. But if there be no iniquity in their nation. But if there be no iniquity in their nation, if we can keep from sinning, read. Let my Lord now pass by. They can't even touch us. So what they gonna do? When the Israelites start to wake up, you know what they gonna do? They gonna, they gonna poison our food more and more and more and more. What do you think the FDA is for? Y'all think the FDA is to keep the food clean? Nah. Esau do not care about clean food. Esau been eating juniper roots since he was born, man. Esau do not care about clean food, man. Esau invented McDonald's. He don't care about clean food. Esau invented Wendy's. He does not care about clean foods. The FDA is not to give you clean food. The FDA is to make you think it's clean food and really feed you poison. So when you read, when you eat the food and you're like, damn, it's FDA approved. And you're thinking that, it, that, that it's edible. The FDA's job, their only job is to make sure that you can eat it without instantly dying. That's the only purpose of the FDA. Is that you can eat it without, there ain't no cyanide in that? Hey, approve it. You know, it's got plastic in it. Nah, hey, it ain't, they ain't gonna die though. Approve it. That's what the FDA is for. Read on. Let their Lord defend them and their God before them. And we become a reproach. Before all the world. So what do our people they ain't got no trust in the Lord, huh? So you thinking you're gonna give up that hamburger and the most high ain't gonna ain't gonna replace it with something? You thinking you ain't gonna give up that Taco Bell taco and the most high ain't gonna replace it with something? So you thinking that the food the most high supplied you with was that was that Wendy's Fofa Fo meal? That was what the most high when the most high say he give the, the food to the birds and the water, that he was talking about that Wendy's Fofa Fo? That's what he was talking about. See, our pupils need to be striving. We're not striving. We're still complacent. We still just go to work, come home. I mean, if all you're going to do is go to work and come home, you might as well start smoking weed again. I mean, that's all you were doing then. You might as well start drinking heavily again. I mean, that's what you might as well start going to the club again. I mean, that's what you was doing then. What difference is your life really making? What what have you really changed? What have you really done? Have you changed the way you, your body is working? 
Have you changed the way your life is? Have you changed what you do with your day-to-day -day life? Have you changed the way you speak to people? Have you changed the way you act? Have you changed the way you deal with people? Have you changed what you do on the weekends? Have you changed your day-to-day -day life? Or did you just put some fringes on? Kwame Asherala Shalom. Go to work, come home. Go to work, come home. Go to work, come home. Seventh day, go to work, come home. Go to work, come home. See? I mean, what was we doing? So I guess now the church is the club, huh? Because that's what we did back in the world, right? Go to work, come home. Go to work, come home. Saturday club. Go to work, come home. Go to work, come home. Now we go going to church. Seventh day. Go to work, come home. Go to work, come home. Go to work, come what, what? How has your life really even changed? Where have the blessings of the Lord come in? Or are you still just going through the same curses, but now you just calling Saturday the Sabbath instead? Give me Nehemiah 10 and 29. The book of Nehemiah, chapter 10 and verse 29. They cleaved to their brethren, their nobles, and entered into a curse and into an oath to walk in God's law. He said, an oath to walk in God's law. Speak up, bro. Read on. Which was given by Moses, the servant of God, to observe. And to do all the commandments of the Lord our God and his judgments and his statutes. Read on. And that and that we would not give our daughters unto the people of the land, nor take their daughters for our sons. Because that's what they want. Why would you have this law if the other nations wasn't pushing their daughters and their sons on us? That's what they do. They want our daughters and they want us to take their daughters. But they're going to act like they don't. But that's what's going on. Why would you have this in there if it's not? They want to mix with us. They want us all to become one people. That's what they want. They're going to make you think, oh, it's different. It's called, ain't that ain't called reverse psychology? Where you say, I don't want you to do this. So you're like, damn, now I want to do it. Yeah. White man tell you, I don't want you with my daughter. Now you're like, damn, I don't want the white man. I want the white daughter now. See? But that's what they've been doing since day one mixing with us. So if they really wanted us to keep us separate, why was they sleeping with our peoples in slavery? Huh? Why why was a so-called white woman raping the raping the black man, having children's bond? Why why was they doing that if they wanted to keep us separate? See, read on. Verse 30, 31. Read. And if and if the people of the land bring where or any victuals on the Sabbath day to sell. He say if they bring any victuals on the Sabbath day to sell. Did it say we go to them? Or did it say they bring it to us? See, they love to sell to our peoples. Because our peoples, our eyes are too big for our stomachs. We love to spend money. We love to buy things. We love. We see something shiny and we, we got to have it. That is how Israel is. That is a characteristic of Jacob. We see something shiny, we jump on it. It say if they bring anywhere or victuals on the Sabbath day to sell, read... That we would not buy it of them on the Shabbat. So we gotta we we gotta have some control of ourselves. We tell them now, nah, take your victuals back. We don't want them right now. Read on. Or on the holy day. Read. And that we would leave the seventh year and the ex-action ex ex of every day. Give me Nehemiah 13, 16. Let me show you something. Because these other nations, they live off of us. We are their lifeblood. 
You don't understand. We are the salt of the earth. That's right. So that means that every other nation lives off of us. So when the other nations are looking a little down, they're like, damn, we need some revenue. What they do? Hey, go sell to the niggas. Hey, take this over there. Them niggas going to buy it. Oh, how do you know they're going to buy it? Because they got sugar in it. They going to buy it. I'm telling you. How do you know they're going to buy it? Because they got barbecue sauce on it. I'm telling you they're going to buy it. That's that's how they look at our peoples, man. That's why what, what's been going on with this COVID, man, we... We ain't been able to go to the fast food restaurants lately. What they've been coming out with the they've been coming out with the brand new burger. Brand new burger coming out with the onion rings on it and the and the barbecue sauce and the onions and it's just the pieces of the burger dropping in, bam, it's slamming it. Burger look good, man. I'm going after that thing. Niggas lining up down the street for that burger, man. Cause they know we gonna buy it. They know us. Esau knows us, man. I'm telling you. Read this. The book of Nehemiah. Chapter 13, verse 16. Read. There dwelt men in Tyre. Also therein. There dwelt men of Tyre. Read. Which brought fish in all manner, in all manner of ways. So they brought food in all manner of clothing and jewelry and different kinds of things. Read. And sold on the Shabbat unto the children of Judah. And in Jerusalem. So they brought them on the Sabbath day to sell. Did it say we went to them or they they came to us? They knew that they if they just took that little trek on to Jerusalem, they was gonna make some money. Because they know we in there just sitting rich. We got money to spend. They like, damn, we just take these words over there. We're gonna come back with a couple grand. Read on. Then I contended with the nobles of Judah and said unto them, What evil thing is this? That ye do and profane the Shabbat. And you got a lot of Israelites out there with fringes still buying on the Sabbath day. Why? Why? Because they just love to continue to give money. That's like we at war currently and your brother just gets stabbed with the sword. And you looking at the dude that just stabbed your brother like, damn, that's a nice sword. Can I buy it off of you? It's, it's still the Sabbath day. The brother got stabbed. He looking at him like, damn, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm choking out. And, and the brother like, yeah, man, I'm going to help you in just a second. I'm just about to make this deal. I'm about to catch this lick. See, read on. Did not your father thus, did not our God bring all this evil upon us and upon this city? Yet ye bring more wrath upon Israel by profaning, by profaning the Shabbat. Read on. And it came to pass that when the gates of Jerusalem began to be dark before the Shabbat, I commanded that the gates should be shut and charged that they should not be open till after the Shabbat. And some of my servants sent I at the gate that there should no burden be brought in on the Shabbat. Read on. So the merchants and sellers of all kind of where lodge without Jerusalem once or twice. Man, they knew they was going to make some money so bad that they literally slept outside the city. The other nations can't live without us, man. They was like, the Africans was like, damn, these dudes shut the gate. Hold on. The other African was like, bro, trust me. These niggas want to buy something, man. I'm telling you. You know, it, it, what, what, what Matthias always say, it's like, uh, what does he always say? Uh, what you doing in my store? <laughs> he always says, he's like, these niggas want to buy. 
You know, he gonna say something like that. He's telling his bro, just hold up. I'm telling you, somebody gonna sneak out that city and come get some of this hamburger. I'm trying to tell you. See, read on. Then I testified against them and said unto them, Why lie ye about the wall? If ye do so again, I will lay hands on you. From that time forth came they no more. All the Shabbat. He say, bro, if you if you stand up to them, they can't do nothing, man. That's right. They got to back up because they know if we try to lay hands on them that we're going to take everything from them. Give me Matthew 5 and 13. The book of Matthew, chapter 5 and verse 13. Read. Ye are the salt of the earth. You see what the Bible say? Read it again. Ye are the salt of the earth. He's letting you know right there, we are the salt of the earth. But read on. But if the salt have lost its savor. But we have lost our savor. We are no longer sweet. We are no longer savory. We're just a bunch of uh, overweight diabetics. We're supposed to be savory. We're supposed to be sweet. See, we're supposed to be the salt. How we the salt of the earth and we fill with double cheese hamburgers? How? How we the salt of the earth and we go to Wendy's and we tell them, yeah, give me that baconator, but remove the bacon. Like we, we're like, like we in the spirit now. Damn, oh yeah, I removed the bacon. I'm in the avatar state. I just, I, I, I'm in the spirit. Remove the bacon. See, read on. Wherewith shall it be salt? Wherewith shall it be salted? How? How can we increase ourselves continuing to do these things? Read on. It is this for good for nothing. What did God say? It is this for good for nothing. He said we good for nothing, man. How? How can you have people that don't take care of themselves? How can they go to war? Good for nothing. How can they work? Good for nothing. How can they teach? Good for nothing. How can they raise up their children? Good for nothing. Good for nothing. What, what use could you have for a person like that? That's what the Most High is telling us, man. We're supposed to be above. We're supposed to treat ourselves with respect. We're supposed to treat our bodies with respect, but we don't. So we are good for nothing. See, you can repent and be good for something. But if you continue to treat yourself like garbage, you're going to be garbage. You are what you eat, right? Ain't that what they say? So, I mean, read on. But to be cast out. But to be cast out, read. And to be trodden under... Under foot of men. And to be trodden under the foot of the other nations, man. Give me this other video. The organic. Let me show you something about this organic, man. Let me show you something about this organic. First thing you should... You gotta, uh, bring it in. Play it. No, all natural versus natural. That label is basically the same. Something else you should know, that label is not really regulated that well. All Natty and Natty food labels, by definition, the product does not contain any artificial ingredients or preservatives. And the product is also minimally processed if it's a processed product. However, these products can contain antibiotics, growth hormones, and other chemicals. So if you're eating meat... He just told you that the legalese definition of all natural. You reading all natural, you're like, damn, they didn't do no GMO. They didn't uh, inject them with no chemicals. Uh, they didn't uh, feed them no other things that they're not supposed to eat. That's not what all natural means. He's letting you know right there. All natural just means once it's been killed, they didn't add any preservatives. That's all that it means. 
But before it got killed, he said they got all kinds of GMOs and growth hormones and play on. Products and it says natural or all natural. Natural and all natural are not really regulated. You do have to submit an application to get this label legally. However, there's no inspection or inspector that comes and checks to see if the practice is actually being conducted to coincide with these labels. Five. Now, here. So you telling me I could pee in a jar and I could put the all natural label on there? I'm just trying to tell you, man. They just. What we eating, we thinking because we trust the so-called white man. We trust our enemy. All they got to do is put a green pasture on the butter. We got some butter, right? All we see is a green pasture and a cow in there. And then we see the little Indian chick churning some butter. And we like, damn, this is natural as hell. It's a picture. You see what I'm saying? They put a picture on there and you, and you thinking that the butter is all natural, man. It just show you how easily our people are manipulated. It just go to show you. You got some chicken, right? And you got the chicken packaging, and then you look on the chicken packaging, it's got a green pasture, and it's got a sun, it's got a little sunshine right there, the sun got a little happy face, and it's smiling, and it's saying all natural, and it's saying no byproducts after, you know, it's in, and it's all this stuff, and you like, damn, it's got all these good things going on, legalese, it's not real, they just put a picture of a green pasture next to a growth hormone genetically modified piece of chicken that they didn't add no salt to, that's all it means. No salt. They might as just well say no salt added. That's all it means. I don't. Go. Give me the next one. I'm just trying to tell you, man. Our people, they believe a lie so quick, man. It's crazy. Different story. Free range, cage free, and grass fed. All right. So if you're eating animal products, for those people out there, these two labels mean that the um, animal has to be able to roam over a large area of land, you know, before it's slaughtered. However, these are not really regulated that well. Who knows how long the animal has to go out there. There's no regulation really involved with, you know, how long the animal's out there and what the animal's actually eating. It could still be, um, you know, an animal who naturally eats grass but is fed some, you know, corn or, or anything like that. So if you're really into the deep health hippie realm, this is not a guarantee towards your food being necessarily, you know, hippie clean. Pause it. See? What he's letting you know is that when it say free range or grass fed or cage free, that just means that they let a, they opened a little door in the cage and they say you can go out anytime you want to. You know, in the kitchen, the chicken goes out for five minutes and they kick it, kick them right back into the cage. Cage free. That's what they letting you know. Cage free doesn't mean that it gets to eat whatever it wants. It means that they feed it garbage all day and they let it out the cage for five minutes and it comes back in. And not only that, but they don't even have to let it out the cage. Because if you have a, a, a building full of 10,000 chickens, if you open up a little door at the end of the, at the, end of the, at the, end of the, the house, the chickens can legally get out. I mean, it's technically not a cage. But none of the chickens leave because they don't know where the door is at. So it's cage free? I, I don't, it, hold on, is it is free range? See, legalese. They gonna tell you whatever you wanna hear, man. And then when they put it in the package, they gonna put the little, the little grass field with the sunshine, and it's gonna say all natural, cage-free, grass-fed. Hey, you gonna be like, damn, this look, hey, they, see? And, and then you gonna be look, showing your homeboy, see how big the chicken gets when you feed it its natural foods? And the, and the white man over there snickering like, yeah, it's going to get big when I inject it with steroids. He's just letting you know. Give me, uh, 
that third one. It's just, there's a lot of information. Play this video, all right? See, many consumers buy organic to avoid pesticides altogether, but the truth is, organic farmers can still use pesticides and fungicides to prevent insects from destroying their crops. They just can't be synthetically Hold made. Hold on, pause it. Legalese, man. You can say it's organic as long as it's a natural pesticide and not a synthetic pesticide. But let's see what they say about the natural pesticides. Play on. There are over 20 chemicals approved for organic use in the U.S. derived from natural sources like plants, but studies have shown that some natural pesticides are actually a more serious health and environmental risk than man-made ones. Pause it. So, I guess it's organic when they sprayed that all-natural bleach on it. Hold on, have you ever seen all-natural white sugar? I've never seen a bag of all-natural white sugar. That's because white sugar is bleached. I watched a video the other day. I was on YouTube. I was just strolling around, and it say how sugar is made. I was like, damn. So I click on it. Bro, there is like 20 different chemicals in sugar. Like, they, they take the sugar cane, and they mix it with water, strain it, add a chemical, add another chemical, heat it up, filter it out, add another chemical, add another chemical, heat it up, filter it out, pour bleach into it, dry it out, sugar. I'm like, damn. I thought that you, honestly, in my mind, I thought sugar cane was like you took the cane and you broke it open and sugar fell out. <laughs> like, I, I ain't never knew because I ain't never did the research. I'm thinking that if I was to go out to the sugar cane field and I pop it open, some sugar gonna come out. I'm thinking it's a pixie stick or something, you know. And then I find out there's like that it, it would be impossible to do if you was just all natural. You could not just make granular sugar. It it wouldn't happen. See, so what was we doing back in our homeland? Was we eating granular sugar? I'm just trying to tell you. Play on! Not to say they're all bad, but simply that natural doesn't always mean better for you or the environment. On top of this, not all organic foods are even completely organic. If a label simply says organic, it only has to contain 95% organic ingredients. Positive. The label- Legalese, man! When it says organic, the legal definition of organic means it contains 95% organic materials. That does not mean it is 100% organic. But see, our peoples, we don't speak the language. That's the problem. We speak English. We don't speak legal. Play on. Made with organic ingredients on items like bread may only contain 70%, while containing organic ingredients may only have 50%. Only when a label says 100% organic does it contain purely organic ingredients. And for what it's worth, the term free range also only requires evidence of access to the outdoors for a minimum of five minutes. For a minimum of five minutes, man. I just told you that. See, give me Ezekiel 4 and 9. book of Ezekiel chapter 4 and verse 9 read take thou also unto thee wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millet and fitches and put them into it into one vessel our people we don't know nothing about these what wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millet hold on when's the last time you went to the grocery store and got you some wheat and barley and beans and millet and lentils and finches 
When? When? Hold on. Was that in the Tostitos pizza roll aisle? I'm just read on. And make the bread thereof. And make the bread. How many people know how to make bread? I know how to make bread. How many people know how to make bread? See. So when we get to the wilderness, I, I guess we're just going to be looking for the non-expired bread. Play on. Read on. According to the number of the days that thou shalt lie upon thy side, 390 days shalt thou eat thereof. Give me Genesis 25 and 29. Let's see what our peoples are supposed to. Let's see what our peoples are like. Let's see the characteristics of Jacob and Esau. Don't we always pull these precepts? Some people are precept kings, but are they reading kings, though? No, they precept kings. Read it. The book of Genesis, chapter 25 and verse 29. Read. And Jacob sawed pottage. Hold on, what did he do? And Jacob sawed pottage. How many people really sawed pottage, man? How many people really make them a big old bowl, a big old pot of chili and beans with, you know, they, they, they made this with their hands. They didn't buy this off of the, the dollar rack. You know, they didn't get the pre-made chili can, wolf, wolf brand, vegetarian chili. They they sawed that pottage. Read. And Esau came from the field, and he was faint. Read. And Esau said unto Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. Read on. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. See, Jacob, he knew that he had cooked up some fire. He knew it. He was like, damn, I put some neck bones in this, some turkey tails. I put some oregano and some garlic pepper. It's, he knew he had hooked it up. He like, yeah, this is birthright level chili right here. Read on. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do me? How, how, how good was that chili? How good was that lentils, man? I'm just trying to tell you, do our peoples even know? Do our peoples even know? No. All we know is Big Mac. That's all we know. And then when we finally do make something, it's going to have some pork in it. You got to put bacon in your beans. I mean, that's, ain't that what Big Mama taught you? It ain't bacon. It ain't, it ain't beans unless you put some bacon strips in there. See? Read on. And Jacob said, Swear to me this day, and swear unto and he swore unto him, and he sold him, he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Give me Matthew 12 and 1. Let's see some other characteristics of our forefathers. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 1. Let's see. Let's see if we can find the word McDonald's in this scripture. If you see the word McDonald's, hit ring the bell, ding, 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 and you get a million dollars. Read this. The book of Matthew, chapter 12, and verse 1. Read. At that time, Yahawashah went, went on the Sabbath day through the corn. Through the what? Through the corn. Read on. And his disciples were unhungry. They was hungry, read. And began to pluck the ears of corn to eat. Oh, man, how did they survive off of corn? Man, that, you telling me there wasn't no Wendy's? You, you telling me there wasn't no Taco Bell? So, have you ever had corn picked off the stock? That stuff is good, man. I'm telling you. I know it from experience. It's sweet. It's filling. It's a good snack. It's good for you. It's good. But our people, we don't know nothing about that, man. The only snack we know 
is Taquitos. The only snack we know is Doritos. The only snack we know is Oreos and milk. That's all we know. We don't know that corn straight off the stock, man. We don't know. Deuteronomy 7 and 12. But I know who, I'm going to tell you who do know. Esau. Esau know about that corn. Because Esau got the family farm. Yeah, you know, my, my, my dad, he owns a farm down in the country. You know, we go down there every summer and we do a little work and we get some fresh vegetables and foods. You know, and we go and slaughter our own pig and we have bacon for the whole year. Read that up. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7 and verse 12. Read. Wherefore it, yeah. shall, wherefore it shall come to pass if ye hearken to these judgments and keep and do them that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he swore unto thy father. He say he shall keep this covenant and mercy. Read. And he, and he will love thee. Read. And bless thee and multiply thee. He will also bless thee, bless the fruit of thy womb. He say if we keep the commandments, he gonna bless the fruit of our womb. That means our children won't be messed up when they come out of the belly because we eating proper foods and we taking care of ourselves. Read. And the fruit of thy land. And then he going to bless the fruit of our land, but we don't trust the Lord, so we don't plant no gardens, I guess. Read. Thy corn. He going to bless our corn, read. And thy wine. And our wine, so who can make wine? So I guess the wine is clean. So... Everything else is defiled, but the wine, oh, that's pure. That's holy, I guess. The wine that Esau sells you in the Walmart, that's holy, I guess, huh? But everything else is defiled. Read on. And thine, and thine oil. And thine oil, read. The increase of thy kind. Of your cattle, read. And the flocks of thy sheep in the land which he swore unto thy fathers to give thee. Read on. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall no, thou shalt not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. Read on. And the Lord will take away this all the Lord. And the Lord will take away from thee all sicknesses. He gonna take away from us all sicknesses. So you got your diabetes. You got your high blood pressure. You got your thyroid sicknesses. You got you got you got your uh, uh your obesity. You got your heart disease. You got your birth defects from eating defiled food. All these sicknesses shall be taken away. Read, and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. And thou shalt consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee. Thine eye shall have no pity upon them, neither shalt thou serve their God, for that will be a snare unto you unto thee. And people continuously forget what a God is. Your food can be a God. If you know that the food is killing you and you continue to eat it, that is your God. You worship that food enough to sacrifice your body to it. People don't understand that though. Ezekiel 4, 10. Ezekiel 4 and 10. 
the book of Ezekiel, chapter 4, and verse 10. Read. And thy meat, which thou shalt eat, shall be by weight. He said the meat which you eat shall be by weight. Read. 20 shackles a day. Ain't that about what we spend? You know, if you a regular person, you know, $20 is going to feed two people for a day. If you're not eating right. See, if you cursed, you're going to be spending $20 a day on two or three people. On two people. Because you always eating garbage. You always eating something that's eating up your money. But when you eating right and you taking care of yourself, you don't spend $20 a day. You're not under that curse. You see what I'm saying? When you continuously defiling temple... You're going to be under the curse. It costs money to eat that frozen pizza. The frozen pizza only going to last you two hours. Then you're going to go out and get you a burger with fries and a drink. That's another $7. Then I'm, I'm just telling you, you're under the curse. Read on. From time to time shalt thou eat it. Read on. Thou shalt drink also water by measure. The sixth part of an hen. From time to time. Shall thou drink? And our people, they don't even drink no water. That's 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 the thing too. When you go to the when you go to the fast food restaurant, you're not gonna order water. Who orders water with a fast food meal? I mean, you don't. So what you gonna do? You gonna order some soda? Then when you get home and you eating your dinner, you gonna want some juicy juice. Then you gonna want some wine. When do you drink water? They don't. Our people's. But the thing is, we have been trained to not drink water. I mean, we we just don't think about it. You don't think about it until you're thirsty. When you're thirsty for water, then you think about water. Until you're thirsty for water, you can go a whole, probably, what, uh, 36 hours without being thirsty for water. You can. And you won't drink it. You'll drink juice. You'll drink soda. You'll drink coffee. You'll drink wine. 36 hours later, you'll be like, damn, have I drunk any water? And you have it in 36 hours. That's the way our people are. Give me Haggai 1 and 5. The book of Haggai, chapter one and verse five. Read. Now, therefore, thus says the Most High, the Lord of hosts. Consider your ways. Consider your ways. Read. Ye have sown much and bring in little. He's saying you have sown much but bring in little. That means, man, you, you spend a lot of money, but how, how, how much is your body really benefiting? You, you bought $200 worth of groceries, but did that groceries last you long? Four days, five days. Then you're looking around like, damn, where did all that money really go? Read on. Ye eat, but ye you eating, but it's not doing nothing for you. How you gonna eat food and you don't have the energy to be at? How you gonna eat a whole meal? You digest the meal and you don't even have the energy to run a couple miles. What did that food really do for you? Read on. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Read on. Ye, ye clothe you, but there is none more. Read. And he that Earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. He earneth wages to just go out there and spend it. But our peoples, we go along with the program. That's the thing. They give you the money and they tell you, go spend it here and here and here. And you say, yes, a master. 
with fringes on, yes, a massive. See, but real men of God, they're going to take the money. It's all going to tell them, go spend it here and here. You're going to say, no, nah, I'm going to go spend it where I know I'm going to go spend it. You're going to go spend it where you know you're going to get your bang for your buck. That's where right. you know. And a lot of people, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm cheap. And people will say, damn, you're cheap. Yeah, I'm cheap. I don't care. I, I, don't, I don't live to please you. You know, I live to make sure my dollar goes far. You know, I'm not going to go to work and break my back in, have my feet be hurting, and be tired just to go take that dollar and go waste it on something just to make you look, look at me like something. No. I'm going to go get my bang for my book. You know what I'm saying? Give me Ezekiel 4 and 12. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 4 and verse 12. And thou shalt eat it as barley cakes, and thou shalt bake it with dough. With what? With what? With dough. With what? With dough. Read. That cometh out of man. Read. Y'all thought this was a metaphor. Give me this. Give me this article. And I'm going to read it because I know the brew probably can't read it. I got it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to show you. Bring up this article. It say, brace yourselves, America. Many of your favorite foods may contain bits and pieces of creatures that you probably didn't know were there. How about some rodent dung in your coffee? So next time you go grind you up some beans for your coffee, be thinking about the rodent poop that's in your coffee. Maggots in your pizza sauce. Mold in the jelly on your toast. And you be looking like, damn, you be looking in your pizza sauce. Now you probably going to go open up that can of pizza sauce you got. And you're going to be looking in there like, I don't see no maggots. Ain't that pizza sauce pureed? So you think the maggots ain't pureed? I just... See, it's a mold in the jelly. So if you take mold and you blend it up, can you see the mold anymore? Nah, the mold disappears. So, oh, and so sorry, chocolate lovers. That dark, delicious bar you devoured might contain 30 or more insect parts and a sprinkling of rodent hair. So when you go into that dark, that, that chocolate bar, do you open it up and look for insect parts or do you just bite into that thing and eat it? Called food defects. See, this is the FDA. The FDA calls these food defects. Food defects. These dismembered creatures and their excrement, poop, are the unfortunate byproduct of growing and harvesting food. That's a lie. See, they're going to tell you that you cannot grow and harvest food without having some of this in there. That's a lie. Because you can. Esau just does not know how to do it. Go back. Go down. It say it is economically impractical to grow harvest to grow harvest or process raw products that are totally free of non-hazardous naturally occurring and unavoidable defects. That's a lot, says the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. The FDA tells you it is impractical to not have poop in your food. That is how is that impractical? You sitting there like, damn, there's a piece of hair in my chocolate bar. They're looking at you like crazy, like crazy, like, like you want a gold-plated toilet seat. No, I just don't want poop in my chocolate. They looking at you like, damn, this must be the king of England. I just, I, it's a, so while there's no way to get rid of all the creatures that might hitch a ride along the food processing chain, the FDA has established standards to keep food defects to a minimum. 
That means they allow a certain amount of poop and her and and uh 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 what was the other thing? Insect parts in your food. Go down. It say, let's go through a typical day of meals to see what else you're not aware that you're eating. So let I'm gonna tell you something. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to have your breakfast ruined tomorrow, mute the video. I'm just letting you know. Breakfast. The coffee beans you grind for breakfast are allowed by the FDA to have an average of 10 milligrams or more animal poop per pound. As much as 4% to 6% of beans by count are also allowed to be insect infested or moldy. As you sprinkle black pepper on your morning eggs, try not to think about the fact you may be eating more than 40 insect fragments with every teaspoon along with a smidgen of rodent hair. It's in your pepper. See, hold up. Did you have fruit for breakfast? Common fruit flies can catch a ride anywhere from field to harvest to grocery store, getting trapped by processors or freezing in refrigerated delivery trucks and ending up in your home. So your fruit got bugs in it. Go down. Lunch. Let's say you pack peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for everyone's lunch. Good choice. Peanut butter is one of the most controlled foods in the FDA list. So the FDA is real strict on peanut butter, I guess. It's a an average of one or more rodent hairs and 30 insect fragments are allowed for every 100 grams, which is three and a half ounces of peanut butter. How is uh, how is 30 insect fragments allowed in three and a half ounces of peanut butter? You know, you know, you look in your peanut butter like, damn, where the insect fragments? You're not ain't peanut butter blended up. It's blended up. I'm just. The typical serving size for peanut butter is two tablespoons. So it's saying that two tablespoons is what you normally put on your sandwich, right? That means each two tablespoon peanut butter sandwich would only have about eight insect fragments and a teensy tiny bit of rodent filth. Hold on, so every peanut butter sandwich you eat got eight insect fragments in it? It's a, unfortunately, jelly and jam are not as controlled. Apple butter can contain an average of four or more rodent hairs for every three and a half ounces and about five whole insects. Oh, and that isn't counting the unknown numbers of teensy mites, aphids, and thrips. Apple butter can also contain up to 12% mold, which is better than cherry jam, which can be 30% mold, or black currant jam, which can be 75% mold. That's FDA standards. Go down. Snacks. Did you pack some of the kids-sized boxes of raisins for your children's mid-afternoon snack? Golden raisins are allowed to contain 35 fruit fly eggs as well as 10 or more whole insects or their equivalent heads and legs for every 8 ounces. Kids-sized containers of raisins are an ounce each. That's more than 4 eggs and a whole insect in each box. FDA approved. Go down. After work drink. Any Bloody Mary fans? The tomato juice in that 14 ounce Bloody Mary could contain up to four maggots and 20 or more fruit fly eggs. And if you're having a fruity cocktail, just be aware that the canned citrus juices that many bars use can legally have five or more fruit fly eggs or other fly eggs per cup. 
or that cup of juice could contain one or more maggots. Apricot, peach, and pear nectars are allowed to contain up to 12% moldy fruit. So you thought the, those nectars was healthy, huh? That, that, that juice nectar, oh man, it's all natural juice. It's 12% moldy fruit. Dinner. Oh gosh, the possibilities are endless. Did you know there can be 450 insect parts and nine rodent hairs in every 16 ounce box of spaghetti? Canned tomatoes, tomato paste, and sauces like pizza sauce are a bit less contaminated than the tomato juice in your cocktail. The FDA only allows about two maggots in a 16 ounce can. Adding mushrooms to your spaghetti sauce or pizza for every four ounce can of mushrooms, there can be an average of 20 or more maggots of any size. The canned sweet corn we love is allowed to have two or more larvae of the corn earworm along with larva fragments and the skins the worms discard as they grow. For every quarter cup of cornmeal, the FDA allows an average of one or more whole insects, two or more rodent hairs, and 50 or more insect fragments or one or more fragments of rodent dung. Asparagus can contain 40 or more scary looking but teensy thrips for every quarter pound. If those aren't around, the FDA inspectors look for beetle eggs, entire insects, whore heads, and body parts. Frozen or canned spinach is allowed to have an average of 50 aphids, thrips, and mites. If those are missing, the FDA allows larva of spinach worms or eight whole leaf minor bugs. I, 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 I'm good. I'm done. Uh, there's more, but I'm not going to read it. It's in your spices. It's in everything. See, give me Ezekiel 4 and 13. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 4 and verse 13. Read. And the Lord said, even thus shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles, whither I will drive them. See, among the Gentiles. Give me Job 30 and 1. Let's see what, let's see what the Most High is talking about. We eating defiled bread among the Gentiles. Because you got to understand, man, Esau, he don't give a crap, man. He don't. I was telling the brew earlier, you know, Esau, there was this one documentary, Supersize Me, where Edomite was eating five Big Macs a day for 30 years and was skinny as hell. And, and he looking at me like, damn, we Israelites, we can't do that. I'm like, bro, so if a pig can eat a whole dead body and still be healthy, do that mean we can eat a dead body and still be healthy? No, we are Israelites. You are not allowed to eat the things that Esau can eat. Esau can eat maggots and hair and rodent dung and still be all right because Esau is a dog. We cannot eat that. We are not dogs. Read this. The book of Job, chapter 30 and verse 1. Read. But now they that are younger than I have me in derision, whose fathers I would have disdained to have set with the dogs of my flock. They're already garbage. Esau is already garbage. Read. Yeah, whereunto might the strength of their hands profit me, in whom old age was perished. Read on. For what, for what and famine they were 
solitary, fleeing into the wilderness in former times, desolate and waste. Read. Who cut up mellows by the bushes. Read. And chop roots for their meat. And juniper roots for their meat. They already are used to eating garbage. They already are used to eating bugs. They already are used to eating poop. That's what they do. So you think they're going to feed you anything different? So the white man, he got civilized now. He got the FDA. He's civilized. See, Reno. They were driven forth from among men. They cried after them as after a thief. Because they're like, damn, that Edomite just fed me a rat poop. And they was Edomite was like, damn, it's not that bad. <laughs> and they had to chase after him like a thief, man. Get this dude out of our city. He just fed me rat poop. <laughs> Look at rat poop. <laughs> he looking crazy. <laughs> See, Reno. To dwell in the cliffs of the valleys, in caves of the earth, and in the rock among the bushes, they breathe under the needle. They were gathered together. They were children of fools. Yeah, children of base men. They were viler than the earth. He said they were viler than the earth, man. Give me this last video. Give me this last video, man. I'm going to show y'all what Esau do, man. See this right here? Pause this. That is a cow. <laughs> Bro, he got his hand in the side of a cow. Is that... Proper farming. Did I miss something in farming 101 where it say you're supposed to cut a hole in the side of the cow and reach your hand in there? Was that was that in the farming handbook? Did I miss that in agriculture 101 where they said you got to cut a hole in the side of a cow and then put a piece of plastic over the hole and reach your hand in there? So why does Esau do this? They make it. They make stuff complicated. They're really retarded. They're That's really right. just retarded. That's right. That's like when you tell somebody write your ABCs and they over there writing one, two, three, A, F, B, H, seven, two, nine, three. Like it that that's what Esau is. It's like Esau, grow a cow. Esau, like, yes, sir. And he goes and cuts the cow open. It's like Esau, no, grow the cow. He like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm cutting the cow and I'm reaching inside of it. No, Esau. Grow the cow. Esau don't understand. He like, sir, I'm doing what you're saying. <laughs> Play the video, Ock. But the cow tripping. The cow like, what the hell? I'm, I'm, I'm actually inside the rumen. That first compartment of the stomach. Look at a cow tripping. It's kind of hard to see. You can see the, the liquid part here. Wow. Does that hurt the cow? No. Pause it. You see how he just lied? That cow was over there like, what the hell? What's going on? Like the cow over there like, I can feel something inside of my stomach moving around. And the, and the, and the white dude, and the dude like, does that hurt the cow? He saw like, no, man. <laughs> no, the cow. He like, no, man, the cow's good, man. I do this all the time. See, play on. There's microorganisms, bacteria in the room, millions of them. 
The animals evolved on, on, on consuming grass. Cow over there looking at him crazy, man. <laughs> Cow like, get the hell out of my stomach. E. coli that are, are acid resistant. And these would be the more harmful E. coli. That is messed up, man. And that's a healthy cow, so I guess. Corn to cow. And E. coli, which is a very common bug, evolves. And a certain mutation occurs. And a strain called E. coli 0157H7 appears uh, on the world stage. And it's a product of the diet we're feeding cattle on Look feedlots, what they feed and cows, it's a product man. of feedlot life. The animals stand ankle deep in their manure all Positive. day long. See that cow? What is that cow standing in? Poop. That cow is standing in, in poop right now. That's what Esau like. That's what Esau does, man. You can play on. Go ahead. So that if one cow has it, the other cows will Look get it. Look how high the poop is! When they get to the slaughterhouse, their hides are caked with manure. That cow over there, am I got a hole in my stomach? the slaughterhouse is slaughtering 400 animals an hour, how do you keep that manure from getting... Did it just say that it was killing 400 animals an hour? How do you even have that many cows? It just go to show you how out of control this has got. Then they say they take the cow straight from the poop pile and then take it over there to get slaughtered and, and dissected it. Where, where, how do you keep the poop out of it? See? Bring on. Play on. On to those carcasses. And that's how the manure gets in the meat. And now this thing that wasn't in the world, it's in the food system. So pause it. So, so the thing is, the FDA says that they're legally allowed to have a certain amount of poop in the meat. Because they can't keep the poop out of the meat when you raise the cow in poop. So maybe we should try not raising the cow in six feet of poop. And then maybe we could lower the poop levels in the meat. I mean, am I crazy? Does my college degree tell me that? I mean, Do I have a college degree and not get poop in my meat ecology? I mean, play on. Positive. How the hell is it going to say unintended consequences? Damn, we didn't mean for there to be poop in the meat. We just thought that the six feet of poop that they were standing in was just going to be cool. See, play on. A fast food nightmare may be getting worse. A two-year-old child died today in Seattle, and the killer tainted meat from jack-in-the-box hamburgers. A nationwide recall today for more than 140 tons of ground a beef. half a million pounds of ground beef today. Nationwide recalls of ConAgra ground beef. E. coli isn't just in ground beef now. It's been found in spinach, apple juice, and this is really because the runoff from our factory farms. 90 confirmed cases of E. coli poisoning. Central to it all, raw bagged spinach. This is the 20th E. coli outbreak with leafy greens in just the last decade. Positive. Bro, did he just say there was E. coli in the apple juice, the spinach, the, I mean, the leafy green? I mean, how do you get E. coli in apple juice? What level of stupidity do you have to have to get E. coli in apple juice? You just take the apples and then crush the apples and make juice.
But Esau, like, yeah, let's add 23 more chemicals. It's like, why? He, he, just, he just do it because he's dumb as hell. That's what Esau do. Esau is a vagabond, man. Ezekiel 4 and 14. Right. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 4. Speak up, Ock. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 4 and verse 14. Read. Then said I, I, Lord God, behold, my soul hath not been polluted. For from my youth up even till now. Have I not eaten of that which dieth of itself, or is torn in pieces? Neither came there abominable flesh into my mouth. So our people, they saying, man, Lord, Lord, I, I ain't eat no abominable food. I ain't been eating no bacon. I ain't been eating no shrimp, no catfish, no lobster. Let's see what the Lord say. Read. Then he said unto me, Lord, I have given the cows dung. For man's dung. He said, I have given the cow's dung for man's dung. He's telling you, you think you ain't defiled. You defiled. You think just because you ain't ate no bacon that you not defiled. You thinking because you ain't ate no catfish lately that you not defiled. Most High saying, I gave the cow's dung for man's dung. Read. And thou shalt prepare thy bread therewith. He's saying, thou, thou shalt prepare thy bread therewith. Give me Jeremiah. 29 and 4. This is the last preset. We're going to end it on this because we ran a little late. There's a lot to bring out, Israel. I mean, there, there's so much that you need to know. And next week, I'm coming out with the double speak class. I'm going to teach y'all about what it means to understand when somebody is telling you a bold-faced lie while they acting like they're telling you the truth. Because that's what that legalese is. That's double speak. The Bible tells you about a double tongue. See, when they tell you that it's organic, you thinking it's one thing, they meaning it's one thing, that's called double speak. They mastered double speak. Your boss has mastered double speak. I know some real, real coon bosses that have mastered double speak. You ask them, boss, what am I supposed to do about this situation? Oh, well, you know, you, you this is what uh, happens, and sometimes the company does this, and we, we do anything we can to make sure the processes are adhered to, and, uh, you know, this, that, and the third. All right, bye. Hold up. That did not answer my... Hold up. What? Double speak. It means nothing. It did not answer your question. It made him look good. Double speak. You see what I'm saying? Read this out. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, and verse 4. Read. Thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Read. Build ye houses. See, the Lord is telling us to build houses. Read. And dwell in them. We got we to gotta make something for ourselves. Read. And plant gardens. Why would he tell us this? He's telling us plant gardens so you don't have to eat this garbage. Read. And eat the fruit of them. And eat the fruit of them. Read. Take ye wives. Read. And beget sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons. And give your daughters to husbands. That they may bear sons and daughters. 
that ye may be increased there and not diminished. He says so we can get increased and not diminished. We are continuously diminishing ourselves. We're supposed to be increasing, but how can you increase when you're putting garbage in your body on a daily basis? So change your lives, Israel. Examine yourselves. It's time to start treating ourselves like we Israelites. We want the other nations to treat us like we kings and princesses. Why don't we act like we kings and princesses? Why don't we eat like we kings and princesses? Why don't we walk and talk like we kings and princesses? Why don't we dress like we kings and princesses? Shalom.